Introducing the new buttermilk crispy chicken biscuit at McDonald's. We don't need that music. Made with tender chicken. Eh, let's lose the echo. On a warm buttermilk biscuit. Perfect. The juicy simplicity of our buttermilk crispy chicken biscuit speaks for itself. Get it now for just three bucks and get a $2 sausage McMuffin with egg or a $1 small hot coffee, all from the one, two, three dollar menu. Simply your breakfast at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Welcome to Real Dudes Podcast, where a group of guys talk about tech, movie, TVs, video games, and whatever else comes to our minds. My name is Caleb. I'm joined today by my co-hosts, Kyle and Carrington. Unfortunately, we don't have anyone else that was willing to record today. It's like we have a group of lame friends. This is a solid three right here. This is this is the the three musketeers. The three musketeers plus two like people that carry our swords around. Uh, we have a lot of stuff to talk to on the show today. Nobody to talk to, rather, but a lot of things to talk about. So let's get right into it. Here we go. got a great show it's uh over our one year anniversary and uh, how many episodes have we recorded in the past year does anyone know off the top 15. of their heads 15, 15 plus mini episodes 15 yeah. plus well, mini this, episodes. this makes 15 so we've managed to not really even put out a, bu- a podcast <laughs> bi-weekly congratulations it's, it's almost monthly congratulations listeners you've really stumbled Stuck onto a treat and thank you for listening if anyone out there in the entire world has listened to every episode of this podcast, I'm sorry. Hey, man, it's a pretty good achievement that we lasted a year. It I is think a pretty it is. good achievement, and uh, we're, we're gathering ourselves. We're although we're, we're down one, well, two, one that came on for one episode, and then other Jake who was is probably sleeping right now. We're He's MIA. We're yeah. gathering ourselves together. We're we're forging ahead. It's a new life for RDP, and uh, we want you all to join us, but. We'll talk more about that later in the show. Um, we have a few big titles to talk about, though, coming out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, first of all, do you guys remember when we started this podcast? We were all just, we were really just children last year. You know, we've yeah. all grown so much. Six year old children. Some of us have children now. Yes, um, this is true. You know, do you guys have any favorite memories of, of Real Dudes Podcast? <clears throat> um, hold on, let me think, because I've got a lot of thoughts to think about. hey <laughs> Oh, that was a zinger that lasted for all 15 episodes. <laughs> well, me personally, I love all of our interviews, setting them up and getting them uh, ready to go. Uh, my personal favorite interview that we conducted was with uh, the musician uh, Sean Beeson. He was just such a blast to talk to and... And uh, get to know a little bit about, and hopefully, um, if he's listening, which I don't know if he listens to the show or not, but if he is, we'd like to have you on possibly as a guest, um, because he was such a good uh, interview and guy to talk to. And recently, he actually won a, an award for the soundtrack he was promoting at the time. So, you know, congrats to him! Wow, yeah. impressive. I think that interview, that interview was a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Really enjoyed talking to him. Uh, the creators of Bavanchale, that was a really funny interview too. Yeah, I enjoyed I, well, that. That was that was a f- yeah. that was very I really entertaining. Liked that one. Yep. <laughs> that was um, a good one. Let's see what else there's that. Um I think 
the the episode where we played the game was kind of like name a game in mm. the last letter of the game. Where <laughs> it might have been like the second episode. I failed the last episode very early you on. Just, you have to name a game with that letter. I wish we would do that more often. I thought it'd be. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think weren't we recording in your bedroom? And the echo was just horrendous. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. yeah. If you guys yeah. go back and listen to those first probably three to five episodes, very cringeworthy. I did it uh, last week just to see how far how far we've come. Very cringe. Very cringy. It's there, very cringy. I talked to a couple of people uh, over the weekend, and they listened. They uh, started listening to it. Yeah, and they said that the the audio is pretty bad. It was really janky those first few episodes. Well, we were just babies, though. We yeah, were babies. And I, I've listened to some podcasts where, I mean, they're 40, 50 episodes in, and their audio sounds worse than ours did at the beginning. So I think we're doing good. I um, agree. I, I think we're, I think we're, we've, we've clinched that, uh, that level of podcasting, and there's really nowhere to go but up. Up well, and up and up. I tell you. But the one thing we can't forget about is the sixth episode. Um, I don't know if you guys remember it too well, but it was the one where we talked about Mac and Cheetos and movies. Oh. I think that was the highlight of this entire thing. That was probably the worst episode <laughs> the we've ever recorded. That was amazing. Guys, I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> All well, right. Make sure you leave that in and post, please. <laughs> I probably will. What have our listeners been up to? We want to hear from you guys. We want to know what you do, what your favorite games are, what you enjoy playing, and you know we want we want to know more about our our uh, fan base if there even is one. So hit us up on Twitter and uh, let us know what you guys like to do because we we want to we want to hear more from you. Email us. E- at, yeah, email uh, us questions. Realdudespod at gmail dot com. Yeah, we're cool. We're a bunch of cool blokes, dude. I tell so, you what, if you email us, we'll have you on again. We, we will discuss your question on the podcast, and that is an honor in of itself. Even if it has nothing to do with video games, it could be about food, it could yeah. be about sports, movies, movies. Yeah. Uh, it could be about how to how to build a house. We will talk about it. Yeah, we'll, about that. we I'm will back. research it, and we will figure out how to build a house for you. Just email us that question, though. We will do that. Thank you. I came in at the wrong time. <laughs> Carrington came in like a wrecking ball and randomly left for a portion of our recording today. Uh, but anyways, guys, I mean, what? That's enough about us, right? We're not we're not some kind of self centered bunch of jerks who only care about our podcast. We want to inf- we want our yourself. our listeners to be informed. We want them to. Come to this podcast again. We're going to catch the the latest and greatest in news from listening to this podcast. There's a couple things like Destiny Two or Project Scorpio. Do we have time to talk about those things? I think we do, especially uh, Destiny Two hype. Yeah. So, I mean, what what do you guys initial uh, thoughts on D Two? You know, so, go ahead, Kyle. I was gonna say I don't. I've never. I'd never met Carrington before, um, until Destiny had come out. I didn't even meet him for the longest time after that. But that game is. I feel like that game is what's brought a lot of our friendships together. Even though I haven't played much of it lately, it's definitely. Uh, it, 
it's definitely one of those games that you'll that'll go down in like memory as as uh, something special. I mean, to get you know, kind of yeah, agreed, something but, special. But it, so. it's you know, it's really brought a lot of friendships together, and you know, we've had get-togethers with the, with the clan that we're in, and uh, I don't know, it's just pretty cool just being a part of that. And now being able to see Destiny Two come out, and I feel like it's going to revamp a lot of. Uh, feelings towards the game and just kind of a, a new love for the Destiny series when it comes out. Well, I think they, I, I agree. I think that there's a lot that we're going to see and there's going to be an even bigger hype train as this year progresses just to see, you know, what all is uh, going to be happening in the universe. And I think that's one of the things I'm most excited for is just reading about the deep storylines, you know, who doesn't like that in a game? As long as they do it right and not have you to unlock it and then go to a website to read about it. You know, as long as the, you can access that stuff in game, I'd be, I would be ecstatic. I don't, I don't know. I like the Grimoire system. I think it's nice to kind of have a separation. Now, I do think that there needs to be more of that kind of storytelling within the game rather than just reading. Yeah, rather than just like at being a totally separate entity of its own, you know? Yeah. Um, Can we talk about the two trailers real quick? I was, I was literally about way? to say that. I was okay, say, because talk about the trailers. We, we should, probably should have set that up with the trailers first and then gone into the other things. But, like, so if we first got that teaser trailer with just Cade, a.k.a. the one and only Nathan Fillion, one which I only. thought was... Yeah, this is true. Which I thought was hilarious very true to character and you know i feel like we did not get enough cade in the game until taken king came out and then that's to me that's like a very cade centric kind of storyline yeah Mm -hmm. because we didn't really get it with rise of iron or with vanilla destiny which i so to see more of him uh in the first teaser trailer i thought was the right way to start it off because everyone Mm -hmm. loves nathan fillion everyone loves cade what better way to get fans hyped than to have some someone like him the center focus of that trailer? And then the full trailer came out, and holy cow! Even it though it wasn't game, yeah. it was it wasn't gameplay, but still, it was just enough to get you hyped. Like who is who's this villain they talk about? Like what happened to the tower? Well, who was who attacked it? Like all these things. Like what is going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It was, I don't know, it was, I thought it was hilarious just how they went back and forth between uh, the speeches that were given between Cade and, uh, and the other dude. Zavala. What is his, his name? name? Yeah, Zavala. Zavala. <laughs> Zavala. Yeah. Just how one was so serious and Cade was mm-hmm. just like, uh, uh, just, go- not really, it wasn't really a motivational speech. It was more like just do as I say. Yeah. Kind of a speech. I thought it was pretty hilarious. I definitely think that as we see, we'll see more to come in the future uh, about this title. And in addition to that, I mean, we think about, we know we're going to see some live gameplay uh, March 18th at some point. I'm not sure what day that is, probably like a Wednesday or something. March 18th? March 18th, or excuse me, uh, May 18th, sorry. (laughs) That's probably better. I don't even remember what March 18th is anyways, so... Um, but uh, May 18th, we're going to see some gameplay. And then Activision has 
one of the largest floor spaces at E3 this year. So um, stay tuned to us as I'm sure we'll be doing a, uh, a, a wind up to E3 and a wind down after that. And we'll definitely be seeing some more D2 stuff and, We'll be you know, doing other, a lot of winding up and a lot of winding down. Yeah, long episodes. I think the last our E3 episode last time was almost two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I, was, I forgot about that episode. What um? What are some things that you want to see different from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2? Um. Well, you know, my menu's nice. I like my menus. So being able to stay in them for longer periods of time would be cool. Cool. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to. There you go, Carrington. What am I looking forward to? I just want more loot, more guns, more just. I I want different ones than what we have in Vanilla Destiny, which I think we'll get, which is what it sounds like. Um, I'm just excited to see all the different because I think the art department um, does a really good job with a lot of the armor and armor sets and, and weapon types mm-hmm. and all those different things. And I'm excited to see what, what's new and what they carry over. Interesting. Yeah. I think that's definitely going to be a, something to, to keep an eye out on and we'll see more of that as it comes up too. just seeing, I, I think it'll be enjoyable to see how, you know, the community has come together and made a lot of suggestions to Bungie about, changes that can be made to the game to improvement on the on you know pvp and pve aspects raid and you know other options and i think that it'll be nice to see how they incorporate the change that the community suggested into the base game um into into this title and really how it's going to come out you know even better than vanilla destiny was at, at its prime so yeah. I think we're, we're really, you know, a lot of people are really looking forward to that. Yeah, I'd like to see more PVE stuff, like more uh, in-depth storytelling throughout the game, and like like you said, not. Uh, I mean, uh, grimoire cards are cool, but I'd rather see you know more cinematics, more like relationships between characters, like interaction between mm-hmm. characters, and just just kind of draw me more in that way instead of having to read things. Uh, I think I don't know if it would ever happen, but I think six man strikes would be kind of fun too if they could kind of come up with that. Not isn't that I what mean, a raid is? Raids, obviously, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but those you have to dedicate a lot of time, and sometimes people aren't wanting to commit to that. Whereas you know, a strike you can hop on and do in fifteen minutes and get loot from it. There's I I kind of agree with with uh, Kyle on six man strikes. I mean. Yeah, we have raids, but you have to commit. If if you haven't done the raid, you know, over and over and over again, you don't know the mechanics. You're going to dedicate at least two to three hours to a raid, and not everyone has that kind of time. Sometimes more, especially if you've never done the raid. You're talking five to six hours, uh, easy, and that kind of time isn't easy to come by. Yeah, and that's. I think that was the biggest turning point. Like, kind of what drew me away from destiny more recently because i've been playing it nearly as much as i used to is that it's just you have to you have a lot of time to dedicate to a raid and and you know if you don't accomplish as much as you would like to it gets kind of irritating after a while but i really like i'd like to see what they have in store for more pve type stuff and i'm terrible at the pvp on on destiny so i don't even really mess around with that all right i would like to see what 
Bungie will do as far as vanilla Destiny 2 is concerned. Because Des- vanilla uh, Destiny 1, it, it was an okay game. You know, it had its problems and everything. But you did see Bungie learn a lot of what to fix, you know, what to take away from the game, what to add to the game, things like that. You know, I, I'm really excited to see what they have learned overall as far as a full game is concerned uh, to try and give us. Uh, you know, we've had plenty of other companies who have tried something similar to Destiny. You know, of course, we have something like Division, see if these is coming out and something like the Division, you know, really wasn't what people were expecting. Right. And, you know, people still look at Destiny as the top tier as like squad based type you know, shooter type thing. And it's still you know, living up to that. It's still, it's still living up to the one that everyone looks up to. Everyone yeah. that loved destiny, but still everyone looks up to it as to its genre of game as to how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I just want to see Bungie really take it to the next level. And hopefully we don't see as many problems as we did when destiny one first came out. And, um, and hopefully something like sea of thieves, can still thrive. Uh, you know, I, I, I no really want to see if these will win. thrive. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rare is a really good company, but this is the first like multiplayer game that they've truly done. So, and I, and th- I mean, in this genre, I mean, of course they made Goldeneye, you know, best multiplayer on the N64. But, <laughs> but Bungie, they'll, I think they'll deliver because they the most recent, you know, expansions or DLC that they've released has been, it's been really good. Like rise of iron mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Um, Taken King was a lot of fun. Uh, it's I feel like they kind of you know know what they're doing when it comes to the franchise now and what the fan base really wants. I th- I personally feel like it'll be a, a bigger success than you know Vanilla Destiny was when it released. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel I have a feeling that Destiny Two will bring back a lot of people who played Drift Vanilla Lord. Destiny. And yeah. left and never came back. Yeah. So I'm confident in that as well. Throughout, you know, since Vanilla Destiny to where we're at now, what are some of the uh, things that you enjoyed most about the game? I mean, because there's a, there's a ton of things. You had, you had Trials, you had Iron Banner, the Raids, uh, even the Story Modes, and then also uh, Sparrow Racing League. What was that? SR, SRL? SRL, yeah. Yeah. Me personally, it was PvP because I just love... I'm a competitive person, so doing the Crucible, Control, Iron Banner, things like that, that's always been you know, something I've enjoyed. And also, I really, really enjoyed SRL, Sparrow Racing League. I love racing games, and it doesn't have to be about cars or anything like that. I just love racing. I just love mm-hmm. going fast. And I would have liked to see you do something similar in your ships or something like a PvP. I just want to see something more with the ships as well. Um, but what's in the game right now, I love Crucible and I love the SRL. I think personally I, I enjoyed the raids the most. Like anything, grouping up with a team and playing. And then SRL on top of that, just it was just kind of fun. It, it took you away from the actual adventure action of the game itself and pulled you into this competitive racing that was a nice little break from everything else that the game had to offer Mm -hmm. now i wish they had like tournaments with srl that would be amazing yeah and that's that's what i was hoping with uh when they uh and reintroduced it uh this past year uh was like some sort of tournament set up that they had built in or something or something you could do but it never came to be maybe in destiny 2 
Yeah. I think that's another thing I'm looking forward to is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people who, who likes to play games, but also I really enjoy watching them. It's like a sport to me, certain mm-hmm. games. So, uh, I think that starting Destiny 2 off in a way that will allow for more competitive play, like they've kind of done late in the, in the lifespan of Destiny 1 will encourage that a lot more and we'll see, you know, more esports. Um, they're obviously not on the same kind of level as, uh, you know, a MOBA, like, um, uh, what am I thinking here? Like League of Legends or Dota or even Overwatch, Uh, you know, on a, on a even larger basis than that. But I definitely think we'll see some more competitive, um, options that come along with D2. One thing I would like to see, and maybe it's just because I'm maybe a little bit disconnected with the Destiny community, but I would like to see more advertisements when like those huge tournaments are going on and stuff. I know that when they were introducing Rise of Iron, there was a huge tournament with a lot of the uh, like bigger Destiny people. But I would like to see more of that more consistently, not just when a big event comes mm-hmm. around. And maybe have something in game to let us know when that stuff happens. I don't know. I don't think that will ever happen, but that would be cool. Is there any kind of uh, PV PvP like game modes that you would like to see within the game? Like stuff that maybe you thought would be kind of neat to incorporate into it, or are you content with Trials and Iron Banner and the different game modes that are in it? Well, there is a mode, and I know this is going to be com- sound completely off the wall, but just trust me where I'm going with this. <laughs> okay. In Star Wars The Old Republic, Whoa. there was a PvP mode. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. I haven't played that There's, before. <laughs> there was a PvP mode called Hutball, which was a ton of fun. If there was something similar to that in Destiny, which by the way, Hutball is like a mix between football and soccer kind of thing. When I say football, I mean American football uh, and soccer. And then there was like all these like traps and different things on the on the playing field. And it was like the first to six goals, I think, one or if time ran out. If you... So something kind of like, um, oh gosh, what's like, it called? It's kind of like Griffin Ball. Is that yeah, kind of like Griffin Ball in Halo okay. and uh, or like Griff Ball or whatever. Something, it's something like Rift in Destiny, but just something more because you can't pass the the Rift once yeah, you have that'd it. Kind of cool if you could pass that. Of course, that'd if you could be pass it around, though. and yeah. if there was like obstacles on the on the maps, I think that would be a lot more fun too. Be cool and if, if they you could were, pass it, but the balls move super slow, so somebody could shoot out of the air or something. Yeah, yeah. And if if, if the maps were a little bit more open too, so it could look more like um uh, like a sports arena, I think yeah. that would be cool too. Yeah. What about like uh, do a little battle sparrows? That would be cool, or like uh, not even sparrows, but uh, doing something with the ships. Going back to that, like if they could, if we could like fly around and fight in those, that'd be mm-hmm. cool. I think yeah. that would definitely be awesome. <laughs> that would be really awesome. Who knows? Because right now they don't serve a purpose. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> I might as well use them. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I think that we'll just we'll have more to talk about, you know, once May comes and once E3 comes around, so, we'll be on the home well, stretch. So speaking of, you know, I'm sure Destiny 2 will look way better than Destiny 1 because, you know, it doesn't have the previous generation of consoles to, you know, hold it back. But now, 
But looking forward, oh baby, Microsoft <laughs> looking forward. It's coming out. <laughs> Microsoft is coming out with the Xbox Scorpio. What do you guys think about that? The specs were recently released. Will Destiny Two be the launch game for Scorpio? No. Mm. I think crush my dreams. I think Microsoft has something. I think Phil Spencer will come up with something big at E3. Okay. What do you think he's got in his pockets? I think he has an IP either we don't know about, skill bound, or an I, <laughs> or a current skill IP. <laughs> <laughs> Karaoke band. Karaoke band. Either yeah, an IP we don't know about or a current IP, which is I'm kind of mad at Microsoft by the way. So, because they had we had a bunch of new IPs that were supposed to come out this year, and then most uh-huh. of them have been canceled. So. The IPs that Microsoft does has in their pushing are Forza, Halo, and Gears. I think we're going to see a spinoff of one of those as a launch title for Scorpio. Be interesting. I've heard rumors about Halo Six, uh, and then I saw a tweet. It's no, I mean, it's not like it's a reliable source, but uh, right. it being a uh, launch title for the Scorpio, which I, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that'd be a good title to launch the system mm-hmm. with. It would surprise me a little bit, only because Halo is on a three-year cycle. Halo 5's only been out for two. So if they're coming out with a new Halo, then they're probably using... I don't know. That's just... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But usually Halo's on a three-year cycle. So if they're, if it's a Halo 6, I will be shocked. I think... They could start doing it, you know, every every year. They could be like uh, Assassin's well, Creed. Well, some people yeah. complain <laughs> that Halo is a little weak. Last year, Who? some people complained oh, that yeah. Halo was the yeah, yeah. I still haven't played it. Well, well, granted, though, it was the story people complain about because the stories are usually a lot better than right. that. So, but the multiplayer, I think we can all agree, was one of the best multiplayer games we've played in a while. Uh, I I think maybe they could have another Halo, but you know they're gonna have to pull something out with Scorpio. The the stats on Scorpio, I don't. I don't know if we want to just look at this real quick. I've got it pull up, pulled up here. Yep. Um, okay. So the first thing on, on Xbox.com under the Project Scorpio is uh, six teraflops, 326 gigabits of memory bandwidth, and advanced custom silicon. Scorpio engine is the most powerful console gaming processor ever created. So with that, you know, most powerful gaming console ever created – uh, uses liquid cooling. Uh, it's got a centrifugal fan or whatever, however you say that. So, like, you know, even more cooling. And then <laughs> some kind of Hovis method custom voltage tuner that makes sure, makes sure you get the perfect amount of power. I don't really know what that is. There's not a lot of other specs on that. But, I mean, this thing is a beast. It's a beast. So here's the thing. When you compare the Scorpio to the PS4 Pro, it knocks it out the water, which is quite surprising. And on top of that, here's what I don't get. Uh, with PS4, what Sony's doing with the PS4, and what Microsoft's trying to do with the Scorpio, the PS4 Pro has limited, I'll say limited, 4K capabilities, but it does not support the 4K Blu-ray or format. And Sony was the one who pushed Blu-rays when it was Blu-rays versus HD DVDs. 
Microsoft, on the other hand, has a 4K Blu-ray player in the Scorpio. So what is Sony doing? Partnering up. They're going to collaborate the next system and make the Sony box. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's con- it's confused. It's weird that they're doing that. Because what, are they paying Sony for that hard- uh, hardware? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't get this whole half generation boosts either. Like we've kind of sort of had them in the past, but nothing like this. This is a, this is something totally different. Like this is truly a half step in this generation. Like I don't know. I also just find this weird, but I also feel like uh someone like me is part of the problem because I really want a Scorpio. Yeah. But I also don't have a 4K TV to truly take advantage mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. I think that yeah. the whole, like, console every 10 to 12 years thing is dead now. I think what we're going to see is we're going to see less of, like, an, I don't know if you want to call it an IP or what, like, less of a brand new console and more of a you know, kind of thing what they're they're doing now with, uh, you've got the uh, Xbox One, Xbox One S, now we're going to have a Scorpio, we've got the PS4, PS4 Pro, you know, PS4 Slim, I don't remember what that model is called, but we're going to see more of that and less of the, you know, Xbox Xbox 360 every, you know, large amount of years, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I will say I kinda, that generation was different than other generations because if you yeah. look at, like, from the Nintendo to Super Nintendo to 1064 to GameCube, Yada yada yada, and it goes for all the other uh, generations of systems. It's usually a four to six year span, but the Wii and the what else was during that generation? The Wii, Xbox three sixty, and PS three. That was just I don't know. It was that was just a weird generation for us as gamers. The Wii really prolonged that generation much longer than what it should yeah. have been. So here, uh, just a random thought. Um, do you think that we'll see more consoles within a shorter period of time? Is that what you're saying? I think we're going to go back to the four to six year range, but on the other hand, we're within that range right now to have another generation, to have the next generation system upon us. You think that they will, so do you think we're going to have more consoles at the shorter range at the price of what they said it's going to release at 599 or 499? Yeah, so it'll be what, up there. What the I mean, word the one is. TB, the one TB version is the only one they've actually said so far. I bet that'll sit at five hundred, and maybe we'll see like a two terabyte version for another six or something like that. Okay. Which so, kind kind of a weird thought. Do you think that systems will get to the point of like cell phones where you can where they come out so frequently that you could lease them? I don't think so. Only because. The market isn't conducive for it. Okay. Do you think the I I kind of feel like the market is heading that way, like not towards that specific like hey let's let's lease this for two years or something, but I kind of wonder because Apple releases a new phone every year. What and it kind of seems like the lifespan of consoles is getting shorter and shorter, and so I wonder if if they might be trying to follow that in a way like. Gamers are very picky people. Yeah. Because most gamers will have one or two systems in their home. 
and that's easily almost close to a thousand bucks right there just based on systems controllers and a couple games for right. each system if it was that often i feel like you just go to a computer yeah I, or I think we might lead to another crash like we saw in the 80s, even though I wasn't yeah. alive for that. But <laughs> if that ends up happening, that will probably happen again. Yeah. I guess that's true. It just, for some reason, this 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 generation just seems like it's flown by so fast. Compared to the 360, I, f- I feel like that generation just milked everything out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I the more I think about it, the more I realize it. <clears throat> Excuse me. The PS4 and Xbox One, I feel like they're just now getting their stride and really digging their teeth into the industry and their their markets. It would be really stupid for Microsoft and Sony to come out with another console right now. Yeah. Although I'm per- like I'm excited for, and I might be one of those, one of the very few amount of people that are excited for it. But all the talk about VR for the Xbox. I just think seeing what uh, developers can do and and where they'll go with it on another console would be interesting mm-hmm. to see. Uh, I I don't have a PlayStation Four, but I've played the PSVR at a friend's house. Uh, played mm-hmm. a couple games and demos that they had. The X Wing uh, Simulator was incredible. It felt like playing Star Fox, but you're in the X Wing and you could like just look around everywhere and. You see R two D two behind you, and I don't know. It's just it. It really took you out of the real world and and put you into this virtual world of fighting Tie Fighters. Uh, I'd like to see where Microsoft is going to go with that because aren't they supposed to be uh, collaborating with Oculus? Yes, I don't know how the deal works. I don't know if they own Oculus in a way or if it's a collaboration, but I know they have Oculus in their back pocket. Yeah. They package Oculus Um, gear. Oculus packages a uh, controller with their stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. There's an Xbox One controller included with the Oculus. Um, Gosh, I don't know. I, I... I was listening to Podcast Unlocked, and I think it was like maybe two months ago now. Phil Spencer was on there. And he's basically said in his, because uh, he was a guest on the show, and they asked him about VR, and he said that he's just he's they're basically waiting, but I feel like it's gonna come sooner rather than later, because he this... did really he did really dodge the question though, yeah. so I I really believe it's gonna be sooner than later. I think it wasn't like the first episode we talked about VR. I almost yep. feel like it was so. Do you think that this is going to be the per- the? Do you think Microsoft will be like the perfectionist of VR and will actually successfully uh, incorporate VR into gaming? Because I think PSVR, it I feel like it almost had it, but nobody really grabbed onto it. Plus, it was super expensive. Well, the thing about the PSVR, it is the cheapest VR headset in the market. So if you're going to go with a VR and if you have a PlayStation, that's certainly the way to go. I think the problem is games right now there aren't just a whole lot of games from what i've heard it's a lot of basically tech demos and betas not a lot of so we don't have a whole lot of full games first that are vr yeah. ready right now I really yeah exactly like, well I, the, I can't personally like i can't think off the top of my head what what has been an actual release for vr but uh, the latest 
I think the latest Resident Evil was the only one that was a- an actual game that you play from start to finish. In I VR. think uh, Fallout too. I think that's right. Fallout got released. Really? Yeah. Okay. Or it was announced. I don't know but, if it got released, but it was announced at Bethesda's I, conference last year. Oh, it was announced. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And two, um, I see a lot of games, a lot of more experimentation with VR on PC, and I think we really need to see that with PSVR. Just more people experimenting with it. Right. I don't. I don't know if Sony's buy-in for developers is high for VR. I I really don't know. So I I think if we see more support, more experimentation, more full games, I think the more we normalize it, the more the better it'll become. Yeah. I tell you, man, I played Office Simulator. I think it's what it's called on PSVR. That was the most fun I've had playing games <laughs> in the longest time. And I don't know why. It's just it's stupid because you can just... It's just nonsense. You just pick up stuff and throw it across the office. And, like, your boss comes by and you can throw a stapler at him. Or, I don't know. It's, it's just fun. Just screwing around on it. I saw a video today of a new game that's with the not the oculus but it's the uh what's the other one for pc uh oh, uh htc vive yeah it's for the vive um it's a star trek vr game everyone has their own uh role on the ship so you got a commander um engineer uh weapons and someone else i can't remember who but it's a vr game and everyone has to work together and i think if we saw more stuff like that on psvr that would be epic. Yeah. I mean, we. I understand like the limit of having multiple VR headsets, but if you could have like one person on a VR headset and maybe other people like I don't know on their phones or something, or use the controllers or something to control something different. Uh, if we, if we had more stuff, like I said, more experimentation on the PSVR is what we need. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, but I think that would take a lot of flop tights. To do that, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, a lot of flop types, and that's where the Scorpio comes in. Yeah, yep. well, didn't you know they have six? <laughs> six. That's, that's a lot. lot of flop types. That's more than I can count on one hand. <laughs> Literally. All right. Well, um, I think we may just save the switch for when we get the Jakes back, because. Yeah, because I need someone to geek out yeah, about the Switch. You know, yeah. we're too poor to have a Switch. Loser. Bunch of rich jerks. Yeah. What's going on with uh, streaming? So I've been streaming on our uh, on Twitch.tv slash Real Dudes Pod as well as Beam.pro slash Real Dudes Pod. So if you guys want to come join me as far as our audience, you're more than welcome to. Uh, the schedule I have right now, uh, Monday through Wednesday. 9 p.m. to whenever and then friday 9 p.m. to whenever and then if i'm free i will stream on saturday as well uh when are you guys gonna join me on a stream one, one of these days? days man i don't know when you invite us <laughs> you haven't invited yet dude I feel kind of feel kind of yeah. rough about it this you is know, true like, I'm, just tell i have me been streaming you'll be like okay i have been streaming nintendo switch games recently uh today i think i'm gonna play some zelda and then for about maybe an hour and then switch over to something else. So we'll see. Um, and hopefully my fellow RDP crew members can get a whole setup and they can stream too. Okay. Yeah, I've been wanting to do a whole stream through of uh, Inside. Like, I've been wanting to do a late night and just play through that game. I, I think it'd be fun. It'd take three hours, three and a half hours to beat. 
Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. So maybe just keep an eye out on the Twitters. On Twitters? Yeah. Everyone also, make sure to pay attention to our Twitter. We always tweet out when we're doing something. So at RealDudes underscore pod, we're always there. Give us a shout out. We'll always respond. We'll all, we will always, my, my... always respond. <laughs> like, there's Three in a, the morning, we'll, we'll respond. respond. We will there's respond. Like five of us uh, have access to that Twitter tor- account. There's always people on. Tor- tornado in our city? We'll respond. We'll respond. We will respond. Uh, we're all getting attacked by a pack of lions? We'll probably respond. We we'll might die, respond. but we'll still yeah. definitely respond. We'll, yep. Uh, but yeah. And then the other usual places, uh, like you said, Twitter. We have a, or a, uh, do we have a YouTube channel? We do. Yeah. I, I, we should probably show it some more love though. So everyone, oh watch yeah, out for we, that. We'll, we yeah, right. had some gameplays <laughs> through. I totally forgot about those. You, you can watch. You can watch. Uh, what is it? Uh, Old Republic, or uh, not? Republic, Republic Commando. Commando. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not Old Republic. Guess name. again. Um. <laughs> Uh oh, and then email realdudespod gmail. Yeah, send us some questions if you have any. Um, talk to us, please. <laughs> We're lonely. We would be more than happy to help. Our, our We're lonely and we don't have any friends. And help you. Yep. And that's what happens when you're lonely. You have no friends. Lonely. I'm so lonely. So lonely. But yeah. All right, guys. Well. I think that about wraps up for this episode, so check back with us next. Uh, well, let's see here. We're in the throes of uh, April Doggy, so um, we'll probably be back uh, in a couple weeks, two, two weeks, weeks towards. Yeah. Join us on Overwatch. Towards, towards the yeah. mid. Watch us on Twitch. We'll be there pretty yeah. much every day. Okay, guys. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Progressive's Employee of the Month two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, an ad from Dad. All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.